Welcome to the My Room is on Fire podcast. I am your host, A.H. Tay, and in this podcast, it will be based on giving the most hottest, coldest, and controversial takes on sports, movies, video games, music, and whatever else I decide should be discussed. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'm your host, Tayshawn. It's your boy, Effie. Let's get this shit bossing. And we're about to get into some NBA hot takes to start out the episode, man. So, Ephraim, bro, this has been such a wild start to the season. So many hot teams that were up last year in the standings are pretty low this year, man. Yeah, I'm just seeing a lot of a lot of poor basketball being played by a lot of the playoff teams that were in there Now, last if we year, take a but... look at a few of the big names that are not starting hot, we're starting the Eastern Conference, man. So, at the top, like normal, you got the Bucks undefeated still, 6-0. and you got a surprising but not too surprising team also at top Cavaliers five yeah. and one. They trade for Donovan Mitchell. Um, did you think that that trade was smart and worked out? I think that was a risky trade. I did not like the Mitchell going to the Cavs but right look, away. Let me, let me tell you why it worked so much though. Donovan Mitchell, right? So people said that he was like the pest and the one that messed up a lot more on the Utah Jazz instead of Rudy Gobert, who was traded to the Wolves. Now I say this was a better trade. With him going to the Cavs, because they have so much depth in guards. They they gave up Sexton, but he was coming off an injury, so it made sense to give him up. And it's a smart trade that they gave him up. They got Garland still. He's a he dog. just came off an all-star season. Dog. They got Ricky Rubio, who is injured at the moment, but he's still good. He he's was, average for sure. Bro, he was... <laughs> He was giving him some good some good plays when he was in. Dog water in Minnesota, but yes. Oh, my. I swear. Any other team he was on besides Minnesota, he's going crazy. I ain't going to lie. I'm taking a look at D. Mitchell's stats so far this year. He's averaging 32 points per game. 32 is 7. insane. 7.3 assists per game and 4.5 rebounds per game. Insane. Dog. <laughs> Straight dog. Boys. And then they still got Karis LeVert. Kevin Love's been playing decently well this year, too. Kevin Love's been actually going pretty um, good. Like he, Isaiah Mobley. Yep. Um, and Evan Mobley. Oh, yeah, he did get drafted there, didn't he? Two brothers. Um, yep. Robin Lopez, he's all right. Karis LeVert, man, he's a sleeper. He used to be super good for the Nets. And he was good on Indiana. He Don't forget he was on Indiana. Very they got good. Jared Allen also at the center. So that's – the Cavs really aren't, like they're, – they're a solid team. You you wouldn't be, like, surprised they're at the top of the standings. That's very true. But you got the Celtics 4-2 and two coming off a finals appearance against the Warriors. They are third seed in the East. Now, those are the top three teams in Eastern Conference. But if you take a look at about the last six to five to six spaces, you've got a team like the Bulls, 10th, 3-4. and four. You got the Nets, 12th, 2-5. and five. Heat, 13th, 2-5 and five as well. Those are the three out of the six bottom teams that are actual contenders mm. or at least playoff, like that would make the playoffs. I honestly think that Jimmy Butler and them, they will definitely start to heat up. You know, they mm-hmm. signed Tyler Hero to, I think it was like four years, $140 million. That extension blew me by surprise. Yeah. I did not expect that. Uh, I was hoping more for like maybe like a five-year, maybe 50 to Did you see, did, didn't they extend Duncan Robinson too? Yeah. And they're not even playing the man? And they're not playing the man. Who That's such a worthless, worthless extension. But then, yeah. But what do you think about the Bulls thing being three and four? Now I know they are missing a, a guard, Alonzo uh, Ball. He's been amazing with the Bulls so far in this tenure. Um, but they do got Alex Caruso still out there. They got Zach Levine in and out of games. They got uh, Nikola Vucevic. I don't know if he's been doing too hot, but they got that boy. 
And then I I don't he's been averaging 15, Nicola. He's been averaging he? 15. Yep. Okay. You know, um it also looks like uh you know, Lonzo Ball is uh, very efficient when it comes to offense. He's a great passer. He can get you a bucket when it has to. Um, but they do got DeMar DeRozan. He has DeMar. been their star as as usual. That is a whole different topic. 25 points per game, 4.1 assists per game, and 3.5 rebounds per game. Yeah, those are... Safe those to are say DeMar is actually... But but it, will DeMar be enough until Lonzo gets back? Or do you think the whole team can also step up? I think it's also tough because, also, you know, Zach Levine is questionable now Indeed. as well. And he's averaging 23, 3, and 3 as well. But and he's only played, what, like three games? Mm-hmm. Out of the 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 seven they played seven yeah. or eight, I think if the Bulls were to make a deep playoff run, they definitely need to add another superstar. Um, definitely need a little bit more depth, I think, too, as well. Um, just maybe another. now. Now, what I can say, they'd probably do well with getting a better big man. Now, Andre yeah. Drummond, I will not say he is the worst big no, man, he's decent. but he's not what he used to be. Okay, exactly. he's not Detroit Drummond. No, nope. Detroit Drummond was a double double machine. That boy could get you some points and get you some boards at will. But him on the Bulls so far, he's had some hot starts. He's had, he's had some hot streaks, but I'm not gonna say he's been the answer for a big man role because no. they only have him as a backup behind Vucevic. Now, big man wise, they also have Javante Green, who hasn't been bad. I've seen Javante come in behind uh, Drummond and actually get them been some tough well. buckets. He's gotten well. them some boards. But will Andre Drummond and Javante Green propel the Bulls? Nah, I to, don't think so. To I get think. into the leader, into the top of the, the standings? I think with the Bulls, what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to put a little trade package together. I think Drummond's going to be included in that. I also think he could They should put in Dragic because I don't think Dragic is, no. uh, you know, another guard you want to rely on. No, like he's, he's getting old. He's 36 years old. You know, he's not the same player he used to be back when he was on the Heat. And he's not how he plays when he plays for, like, the his, his – uh, this, this country, man. And, you know, if, as soon as Lonzo comes back, he's got to stay healthy. That's, he's, that's he key. has to. But now we're going to get over into the Nets. How, how are we feeling about the Nets so far? Oh, my God. Did you see that, that the whole Nets Steve just Steve Nash? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, it's, it's insane that they were able to rally together just because they don't like him. Not Probably not even because he was a bad coach. People no. say he's a bad coach. And, you know, I can't disagree with that. He's 2-5 and five with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on your team. That's just not acceptable, bro. Uh, and also, while you have another man in Ben Simmons who's just starting to play, playing how he is and not trying to have him play a little different, play a little better, the man's fouled at le- Let's see. They played seven games, and he's fouled three out of the four games out. Yeah, Ben Simmons has not been playing well. Um, What's his averages looking like? Talk, talk to me, F. Let's see. He is averaging 6.2 points per game, seven assists per game, six rebounds. So that, for me, um, from a potential number one draft pick back in what 2018, yep, that's that's not good. He is six foot ten, two forty. Obviously, his, everyone's seen his jump shot. He can't shoot the ball, and but, it's insane because he. Oh, hold on, no, he was drafted back in 2016. We're bugging, oh. but it's insane because he's six ten, but he plays the point guard position. But he is scared to draw a foul. He's also scared to shoot the basketball. That as well. That's a big. Minus now, if I don't know if anyone's seen the clip or if you've seen the clip, but there is a clip where Ben Simmons has uh, Kyrie's driving it to the lane, wide open. He's got people in his face, so he does the smart thing. He turns around, passes to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is right behind him on the draw. He could have went up, drawn foul. You know what Ben Simmons does? Turns around, turnover. Turns around and passes it out. And Be- uh, Kyrie Irving is out of bounds, yelling at Ben to shoot, shoot the, the fucking ball. ball. 
Now there was that was going around on on the internet for a while, and people are like, "Yeah, Ben's being a big softy. He's doing what he did in Philadelphia. He's not trying to be big and play big. He's you know just trying to pass the ball." Now he is six ten. He could easily use his size to his advantage, but he does not. Here's one thing I also want to address: the Sixers. You got James Harden. Oh, you got man. Tobias Harris. You got Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is what uh, MVP front runner last year mm-hmm. behind. Jokovic. Mr. Um, Jokic. Jokic. Um, Jokic. It's tough, man. You can't start off 4-4. Four and four, um, Now, well. it's also been a thing that Doc Rivers is in the hot seat, and I do not know if I can agree with that this time. No, I it, don't it, like it, that. It was a lot different with him on the Clippers, considering he's gotten them to the playoffs, but couldn't advance past the second round. They got, well, Game 7 twice, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> you got Kawhi, yeah. Game 7. That was yep. that was. Dirty, I'm not gonna lie. That was oh, gross. Goodness. Is that back to back Kawhi years that they lost? I don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't recall, remember. but I think it was it was close. Uh, I know that dagger definitely hurt them. But come on, you have an upcoming star in Tyrese Maxey stepping up in the position when and beads out or hardens out. He just dropped 44 recently, his career high. He was perfect in the first half, not missing, and he ended up only missing five shots the entire game. Tough. And then you also, they also got their pickup in PJ Tucker. Now, I'm going to say that was one of the worst offseason trades that could have made to me. Worst. I do not think PJ Tucker is what he used to be when he was on the Rockets. Nope. Um, he used to be a really solid corner shooter. Like, he could just spot up and get you a, a real quick three ball. But he used to be a really good defender, too, as well. Yeah. When he was on the Heat, when he was on the Bucks, he's just standing in the corner. When not, he was playing for the Heat, he was locking. Now, I can't remember who it was in the finals, but he mm. was locking someone down in the finals. Oh, against the Lakers? I think so. I mm. give it but it's insane that they picked him up hoping or like trying to rely on his three ball and he is not he's not, he's not been shooter. shooting well recently. Like literally look at his last two teams, the Bucks and the Heat. He has not been shooting well with them. So to me that was one of like not the greatest offseason trades they could have made. But yeah, Tobias Harris I'm not going to say he's been playing horrible. He's been having some really good, decent games. but And James Harden has been spectacular, bro. Like, he's been dropping some real good real good games. Let's see what he's been dropping the last few games. In his last three games against Washington, October 31st, 23 points, 17 assists, 7 boards, 8 for 17 shooting. It's not bad. October 29th against Chicago, 15 points, 11 assists, 6 rebounds. But he was not efficient in shooting, 2 for 13. That's pretty dog. And then October 28th against Toronto, 11 points, 4 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 for 9 shooting. Now, he is averaging 21.8 points, 10 assists, and 7.2 boards on the season. Uh, James Harden is actually averaging some really good numbers. He's almost averaging 22 points, about 10 assists, 7.2 boards. Now, has has Harden been a pretty good answer for Philly? I do believe that was the right trade. Um, Harden, yeah, he, granted this season he's only averaging 21, 10, and 7. But I also think James Harden is still that guy. You know, you he gonna, lost a shit ton of weight in the offseason. Facts. He's bulked up. Are you going to say that Philly won the trade against Brooklyn? I do believe so. I, I do like that because you are, I mean, he just didn't work well. With, with Kyrie and Harden, or it, sorry, Kyrie and Katie. You yeah, it, a lot of people also speculated that before the trade even happened, that like three superstars on the same team would not work. 
Now, they did have some good games together, but to be frank, they did not play that many games together as a big three. No, they played less games together than what everyone was hoping for. Yeah, because you either for... had Kyrie, Harden, Kyrie, KD, Harden, KD. Yep. And then you also had Kyrie, who was a part-time player last year because of COVID yep. and the shot and all that that was happening. So you didn't have a lot of Kyrie, didn't have a lot of the big three playing, yep. and that season just went downhill after they lost to the Bucks. In the but playoffs. you do take a look at when those big three were playing together. That was a very tough team to beat because also you can add Joe Harris in there. As well, Joe Harris had a backup shooter. You had who was their you big had man? Bla- you had Blake Griffin yeah, as Blake your center, Griffin. even though you he's had... not physically what he used to be on the Clippers. You have yeah. Kevin Durant, seven foot. James Harden, what? Uh, you six, get a bucket five. from three different people yeah. at any time. So that they definitely was a tough, tough team. Yes, but and I think if they stay healthy, they go on to beat the Bucks easily. Yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, it's gonna be a long. Honestly, season. KD at the end of Game Seven was the scariest I've seen him play. He was a that dog. man was backpacking the Nets like no other. I was so scared for the Bucks. Now I I can say I did not want the Bucks to win the chip, but I am glad Giannis got a ring. I did want the Suns to win because I do love Chris Paul. Yeah, but. You know, what they did, they just sold the bag, you know? They did what they had to do. And I don't know if they'll be back in the finals. They're not the same team they were last year, so. Yeah, the Nets are not even close. Honestly, now I'm going to look at the Knicks here. Um, I do or not like, last year, the year prior. I forgot yeah. the Warriors just won this previous season. I do like the pickup of Cam Reddish in the offseason. Um, oh, on the Knicks? Yeah. Yep. I was really hoping um, kind of Donovan Mitchell would end up going to the Knicks. Cam really Reddish hoping. and Jalen Brunson were their new acquired pickups, though. What do you think of that? Jalen Brunson, dog. He, he played really dog. well in um, Dallas, but Luca is just—he wants it all for himself. He's not that kind of guy who's going to give up the rock a lot. And Brunson didn't want to be that shadow anymore. And Brunson was still averaging. I don't even know. Let me. Take I a mean, look you here. can't be mad once you're once you know that you're becoming a star and you're getting hot and oh, you're yeah. playing with someone who's just not to like be being a star with you. It's kind of hard to be like yeah. that was the kind of point Kyrie was trying to make when he left Cleveland because LeBron exactly. was there, but exactly. Kyrie's just been on the downhill since then. Yeah, and Kyrie, I get him. He's trying to start his own little team or whatever, but you know you need a superstar. And it's like well. it, it's like whoever plays with LeBron, they're just gonna get overshadowed regardless. It's yeah. LeBron. No one's gonna. If LeBron wins, LeBron wins. If you guys lose, it's because LeBron did everything. You guys did not much, but everyone knew that Kyrie was the sidekick exactly but he was still on par with lebron but he was also making everyone else look good around him yeah and no one will say that he wasn't a big help in their 2016 run against golden state but to him he just felt like he was overshadowed second place so he tried to go to the celtics and i mean that actually i actually did like celtics and kyrie celtics kyrie wasn't bad yeah jalen brown kyrie no they didn't have jalen brown yet yeah they did did they yeah jalen brown was just hurt a lot that year no way, because he was drafted in 2018, and Kyrie was there in 2017. Kyrie played two years in Celtic, in Boston. Let me see. Let me, I'm pretty sure. Let me take this shit out, man. But anyways, I'm kind of looking here. Um, T-Wolves. We got the T-Wolves, 4-4. Four four. They're fifth in the Northwest in the Western Conference. You know? Oh, wait, no. He played with Jalen Brown. Yeah, he played with Tatum, too. I guess. That was, a, that was the big three in Boston. They had oh, Al that's Horford just when they were young, and that's why. Yeah. Yeah. They got the surprising Spurs at 5-2 and two this year. They Man. beat the Timberwolves twice already. Yeah, so yeah, let's talk about the sleeper teams that are actually doing really good. In the Western Conference, a sleeper team that's doing really good. The Trailblazers, 5-1. and one. 
You've had Dame coming back off an injury, starting off super hot. He had back-to-back 41-point games. You have Anthony Simons, who's just been blazing hot from the three. He had uh, an amazing game against the Nuggets, just blowing three after three. Um, You have, who else do they have? I do want to say this. I think getting rid of C.J. McCollum definitely had its plus and minuses. I think Anthony Simmons now has a bigger role, and he's kind of feeling that T.J. McCollum spot. Um, but I do like the Trailblazers. Dame is still that guy. Yeah, I the Trailblazers are good, and C.J. definitely helped improve the Pelicans. I do think the Trailblazers are missing just one more. Yeah, because they two. got a solid rookie and shade on Sharp, I'd say. Jeremy Grant could definitely play a lot better. Mm-hmm. Considering what kind of player he was with the Pistons just a little bit ago, exactly. But they also do. They did acquire Gary Payton the second. That's from what I was just looking at right now. And he is making his debut. He said in about GP2 two weeks on a, a dog. on the fifteenth of November. You know, and he's 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 good, man. Bro, yeah, you cannot you say he have, wasn't a good backbone of the Warriors in that championship. Yeah, Greg Brown. Granted, he's only dropping two points. He's still six foot seven. If you've seen that man jump in high school, watch out. <laughs> He's good at Texas too as well. I just think, um, you know, Trailblazers need maybe one or two more superstars, and I think they're gonna be up there and competing with the Warriors. Honestly, I I'd say they they probably get them a, a good forward, another good forward, or get them another good big. Yep, and they're solid because yep. Dame Fire Simons has been on a mission. Shadon could definitely step into a bigger role. Jeremy Grant could play a lot better. You got a good backup with Gary Payne the second. Yusuf Nurkic is not no. a bad big man at no, all. You got not. Josh Hart on the bench, Jabari Walker, Nasir Little, Justice Winslow. He's kind of making a little bit of noise. So I would not say the Blazers are bad. Uh, another sleeper team that is doing so much more hot than anyone thought. Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, Pelicans first. Healthy no Zion Williamson lost. The way that he looked like he was That man big. looks so good now, I cannot lie. He's back to the peak Duke form, Zion. I think, honestly, I like their roster. I do think they are potentially missing one bigger superstar as well. But I, um, hey, regardless of that, they're a solid team. They're 4-2. and 4-2. and two. They have Jose Al- Alvarado, who's been stepping up into being a good scorer and a good defender. you got Brandon Ingram, basically a baby KD, as everyone calls him. Zion, hey, of course. We're not going to talk about EJ Liddell, Mr. Mr. Ohio State, averaging 19.4 points per game. Oh, my God. EJ Liddell. I'm so mad because he could have been such a good pickup for the Wolves. No, they, the Wolves just didn't want to take a chance. They got a solid defender in Herb Jones. They got, of course, you know, star-studded guards, CJ McCollum. Brandon Ingram. Brent, yep, babyface KD. Bro, Jonas Valanciunas has been such a good, like, bro, he's 16.7 points. Dog. He, he's amazing. He's been going all The last season, he just, the games that he was putting up and the boards and the points, mm-hmm. you would not expect that. Like, yeah. Valachunas on the Grizzlies was a dog, but him on the Pelicans has been. Yeah, that was a good. I move. think this is him like being a real, like his is his really good prime. Uh, they got Jackson Hayes too as a power forward. He has not been playing bad, but he has had some bad raps. He's been yeah. picking up, and he needs to do a lot better. I do want to note. Yep, the Suns are six and one. They look very good. Clippers are three and four. Warriors are three and five. Yeah, yeah, the I good teams. I don't know what's leaving. going on with the Warriors right now, but you know, you got the best bench in the NBA by far. Yeah, they have such good depth with their young guys. It's insane that you're doing bad. You got Kaminga. You got 
Moses yeah, yeah. Moody. And they just picked up Kuminga, Moody, and Wiseman and on Poole, bro? Uh, uh, additional contracts. They just exactly. uh, extended them. Wiggins, Wiseman. You yeah, if you give Wiggins still. and Poole uh, uh, contract extensions. You have to pick up Jermichael Green, Dante DiVincenzo. That, see, that right there. I did not know about that until I saw them opening night. Mm-hmm. And that was I like that. Um, yeah, DiVincenzo was such a good 3 and D guy for the Bucks, But it sucked that he got injured and he had to go away because, you know, they got to still be contenders. Um, but he's definitely a solid pickup for the Warriors, I'd say. All right, let's end it talking about the star-studded man that we were just talking about not too long ago, LeBron James. Him and he, his Lakers. Is he fading away quickly or what? Five. Now, I will not say the blame is completely on LeBron. I will not say that the blame is completely on the team. But there's definitely a lot more that team could be doing than they're doing now. Mm-hmm. Now, you have LeBron doing what he does and scoring a lot, sharing the rock. He's just doing what he does. But you need – Westbrook's been playing fantastic his last few games. Yes. He played really well against the Wolves, but they did lose. They uh, he play, Who did they just play last? They played – Clear question. They played they Denver. Against? Um, Denver. They, their last game was just against Denver, and they got their first W. Now, Westbrook against the Wolves, 18 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, 6 for 17. Not shooting well, but he played well regardless. LeBron, 28 points that game, 5 yeah. assists. You know? And then against Denver, their first win of the season, he also had 18 again, 8 boards again, 8 assists, and shot a whopping 50%. A lot better than 6 for 17. So, I Westbrook's... I feel like he's starting to get his groove back, and if that becomes the case, they could kind of become a lot better midseason. I do think so. As well. um, Anthony Davis, you just, they, they just got to keep him healthy, make sure he stays on the floor, make sure he's still aggressive and hungry. Because he's been playing really well when he's, he's been in stay team. Healthy. If Anthony Davis stays healthy, the Warriors are a very then they're very solid. Warriors. The Lakers are a very dangerous yeah, team. Solid. <laughs> Lonnie Walker, he's been such a solid pickup for them, but he's been super impressive and he's been like very consistent. Um, he's been dropping some very good scoring games. He's been very, like, above average for them, and that was – I'm not going to say it's unexpected, but he was he was pretty good, like, nearing the end of his Spurs run. Uh, I do Pat Bev. this. Points per game this season, Luka, 36.7. Ooh. We got second is Giannis, 33.8. Ja, 33.3. Kevin Durant, 32.5. And Donovan Mitchell, 32.2. Right, mm-hmm. dogs rebounds per game. You know we got the boy Rudy Gobert, number Go one baby. Bert. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's <laughs> the boy, there, man. Uh, fourteen point fourteen rebounds per game. Giannis is second at twelve, and then yes, it just goes down the list. Yes, sir. Stuff like that. Um, assists per game. You got Chris Ball at eleven. Um, three point <sighs> made. You know, obviously that's the goat, Steph Curry, man. You know, just stuff like that. I honestly, in your opinion, who do you think is going to win MVP this year? Now, it's super tough when they talk about that stuff in the beginning of the season mm-hmm. because not everyone's going to play the same exactly. after 82 games. Yep. We're, we're like 10 to 11. Well, I don't know who's played the most games. I'd say we're about the most minute. Let's, let's note this. The most minutes played per game. We got D. Mitchell, 39. Ooh. We got Kyrie at second at 38.6. Which is insane. Like, it's crazy that Kyrie's actually playing a lot more than he did. Yeah, but also we take a look at what Kyrie's averaging per game. 26.9. He's always been averaging that, you know? And it's crazy because he was above 30, but he did just have a really bad game dropping four, which probably... Four freaking points. Yeah, and he just really dropped his average. Because him and KD were both averaging 30-plus. 
Yeah. And they were still losing. 60 combined from your two studs? Oh, yeah. 60, per, 60 points per game. Solid. Like, from both of them, every game. That's You're not And you're that. still losing a majority of your game. Exactly. It's just because, you know, you don't really have other people filling the rest of their roles. Um, but MVP talk, it, it's very early. We're like seven, eight games into the season. Of course, people are probably going to have their little hot streak at the start. Well, of course, people are going to have the little hot streaks in the beginning of the season and play well, but mm-hmm. some people start dropping off. Like, we saw that with Steph Curry. Steph Curry was, like, number one in MVP rankings for a while in the beginning of the season. What happened? And he had his very bad shooting slump midseason, which yep. dropped him, like, fourth, fifth. Which was and then he never really recovered and got back up. The only consistent ones that were, like, on the leaderboard were Jokic, Giannis, and Embiid. Until it just became Embiid and Jokic, and Jokic eventually bumped Embiid. So I don't think Jokic will get a back-to-back-to-back MVP. No, M- I don't think if so. If Embiid can consistently play and be healthy, he can potentially last year playing at an MVP yeah, level and got a scoring title and the scoring title, which I did not know about. So he picks that up. He could potentially be back in the front runner for it. Giannis, very, very strong case. 6-0 with this team. I'm going to keep Luka and mention up there, too. I think I'm going to put probably Luka at three. MVP candidate. So, who's your top five for MVPs? Let me... Okay, that is a very... I think... I think I'm going to go Giannis. Number one? Yeah, like, you're not really stopping them strides. That's valid. Probably going to put Luka at two. Mm -hmm. I think I'll put... KD at three. Mm-hmm. I think I'll put Jaw at four. I'm not gonna lie. Jaw's a sleeper. Everyone likes to sleep on Jaw, but he woke the haters up last year in the playoffs. Mm, number five. I think I'll put Steph Curry at five. Steph no, Curry. Okay. I'll put Steph Curry at five. Uh, I think I'll put Mitchell at six. But all right, uh, well, swap the Mitchell and Curry just depending on. Now I'll say for mine, Giannis definitely number one. Six and zero start with the Bucks. They haven't had Chris Middleton for a little bit. Oh, I forgot he's not playing. And yet. they've still been winning. Drew Holiday's definitely been stepping up in his role, and Giannis has just been amazing like always. So I will have to put Giannis number one. It's insane to say anyone's doing better than that man. Um, definitely will have to put Luca too. Now his team may not be playing as hot right now, being three and three. But they still have a 500 record, and Luca's playing like the man lights he's always been. Basketball. Like the past few years, he's been in the league. He's been playing lights out, like you said. So definitely Giannis number one, Luca number two. But this may surprise you. I got D Mitch three. I actually like that. I'm now D Mitch, you know, many people might not like have him in the MVP topic or even top five, but mm-hmm. it's insane not to have that man up there, averaging 30 points through almost 10 games. Getting six or getting five wins out of six games, propelling a team in which he just got to to number two in the East at the Granted, moment. Granted, the Cavs after LeBron and Kyrie went left went to shit. Yeah, what happens? They start rebuilding. Rebuild. Marking in for a while. Mm-hmm. He's a dog. They end up making a trade for Mitchell and marking in. I can't remember who else was on that trade. It was a big blockbuster. Uh, it trade. was Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen. Okay. That and was then, like, actually, some, I think some unknown or I, some picks. I'm not gonna lie, the Cavs won that trade. Yeah. Oh, I won't say one considering the Jazz are fucking. Yeah, but the Jazz six and also two. lost Rudy Gobert as well to the T Wolves, which is but making them a gained, lot better right now. They also gained Beasley, Vando. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Pat Bad, but he got traded to the Lakers. Lakers. Um, they got um, Walker Kessler are picking the big man. They got some other picks. So, yeah, I got D-Mitch three just because, like, it's insane that they're playing at such a high level right now, and he's just going crazy. 
Who's your four and fives? Really? Uh, four and five is very tough. Now, it, you know, of course, it's so easy to give MVP candidates to like the top guys in the league, but you can't say that you know some of the sleeper teams don't have some MVPs on their team. I also honorable mention. I'm going to put Devin Booker, and I'm also going to put Damian Lillard. I won't say Devin Booker, but Damian Lillard's valid. But um, I'm going to say D Book. I, I like him. Number four, I have to say Dame. Dame's coming back from an injury after not playing for almost a whole year. Yeah, what did he even do? I don't remember what happened to him. I think uh, he did something to his leg. Um, but he came back from an injury. They're five in one. No one expected the Blazers to even be good at that. Nope. They thought they'd be probably average, adding a few pieces, but no one thought they'd be as good as they are right now, being five and one. No one thought Dame would come back averaging thirty. Back to back forty one point games. Dame's Dog. been on fire. Dog. So it's insane not to give Dame some praise. I'd have to give him number four on my I'll list. Put him four. Okay, okay. I'll um, and four. number five. Man, we're coming to the end of this I'll NBA say ja. segment here. It's insane not to say Ja. Ja, he's been Ja. He's nigga, the boy can dunk. That boy's been shooting a lot better. But Dog. it's tough to have him kind of like top five too because when he's out, his team is able to step up. He uh he did not play against the Jazz. So it was Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, um, all their other guys. And Bain had 32. Brooks had like 24 or 27. So you have other guys it, it, that can step up without Ja, and they can and they won. They can still win. For sure. And that's also going to be huge coming down to the playoff stretch as well. I think yeah. when you have guys in your starting lineup who can do that kind of stuff, average 25 or 30 a game in the playoffs is going to be huge. You know, Obviously, Ja, ja likes the ball in his hands. He yeah. is a little bit of a ball hog at times. He takes some stupid shots. But, I mean... Yeah, but I'll say Ja at the moment. So, for my top five, I have Giannis first, whatever, Luka second, Demich third, Dame fourth, and Ja fifth. Ooh. All right. We are going to come to an end of this NBA segment as well. As soon as we... We will be dropping another mid-season NBA talk as well. We'll kind of try to get after this. Um, All right, F. Let's kick off the NFL. We're going to get into my Get into it, baby. Topic, let's man. go. So, this week's key matchups I highlighted this week. We got the Rams at Bucks. Obviously... The Rams coming off a tough loss against 49ers. 49ers are a sleeper team. Buccaneers. And the Bucks, the Bucks just have not had Tom Brady stepping up at all. They Tom like Brady trash. and Aaron Rodgers have been, you they're, know, they're two of the legend quarterbacks to ever touch the NFL. You cannot deny that. But mm-hmm. um, Tom Brady coming out of retirement after saying he was going to retire and playing the way he is kind of has people speculating like, yeah, you probably should have stayed retired. So uh, even though this game, they got the Bucks favored by three points. This week. Now, I I don't I don't think I can agree with that. No, um, I'm gonna roll the Rams in this one. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have to go Rams. Um, the Bucks just have not been great. The Bucks are three and five, a whopping three and five. They the are Rams. second in the NFC South, but yep. to be fair, the NFC South is not good. NFC South is wide open right now. The Saints are also three yeah. and five. Um, now, considering the Bucks just lost against the Panthers a couple games ago by 18, 21 to three. And the Ravens by five last game, 27-22. I, I don't think I can favor them against a team like the Rams. It, it's sad because, you know, you got Atlanta Falcons as the number one team in that um, division. And, and they're they only have Marcus a, Mariota as their goddamn QB. And they're only a whopping 500. They're 4-4. Four yeah. four, so yeah. they're, not, they're not even the greatest. And then a couple other games, I got the Titans and Chiefs. I feel like, so they're both 5-2, and two, right? But obviously... That's going to be a tough game. They got the Chiefs favored by 12.5 in this one. Um, it is in Kansas City as well. I do think Patrick Mahomes shreds 
the Titans defense. Yeah, I, um, ooh, what 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 was it? Uh, the twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen? Twenty nineteen, I think. Twenty nineteen playoffs. Yeah, he he murked the Titans he, for sure. I think they were up on that boy big time. And Mahomes, like he usually. Oh no, does. that was the freaking Texans. That was the. Oh yeah, the Texans. He killed that the Texans. Man. Oh my goodness. But, but yeah, I think he can definitely give the Titans the business. I do like that one. Coming uh, off a solid game against the 49ers at that 44-23, uh, they I could know. probably pull off a pretty good upset. And the Titans actually, they just played the Houston Texans, and the Houston Texans are dog shit, right? <laughs> yeah. The Titans put up 17 points, and they Granted, only beat them by a whopping no touchdown. No, Ryan Tannehill, he's out with an ankle energy injury. Derrick Henry, he had 219 yards on and he had. Hold attempts. on, let me let, let me stop you there. Derrick Henry had over, rushing attempts. He had over 100 rushing yards in the first quarter. Yeah. So what does that tell you? I mean, obviously the Chiefs' run defense is not great. I'm not gonna lie. Not you on par anymore. No. Against Buffalo, which is my team, you know, as y'all see in the shirt, man. Roll Bills. Let's get it, baby. Um, but you know. Kansas City's defense is definitely a point of emphasis as soon as you get to the playoffs. I think they don't have any offensive problems. You add Kadarius Tony, who is a speedster. Whew. I think he's going to click well with Patrick Mahomes. You got a veteran in Juju. You got some others. You got Travis Kelsey, best tight end in football. Simple. Yeah, they still got a solid offense. Just because they lost um, Tyreek Hill does not mean they downgraded. If anything, they're probably still pretty stagnant. They don't got terrible guys. They can definitely make up for that. I think I just crossed out the Ravens and Saints game. I don't know. I mean, the Ravens are obviously five and three. Saints are three and five. Um, this is a statement game for both of these teams, actually. Ravens just signed Roquan Smith from the Bears. Mm-hmm. Tough. Obviously, Elvin Kamara, who's on my fantasy team, been going off lately. Yeah, he's been snapping for the Saints for sure. Yeah, they got the Ravens favored by two points in this game. Now, the recent Saints games. Um, they they did just shut out the Raiders last game. Yeah, but that that's, that's, that's very much. notable. I mean, they didn't have a bad game against the Cardinals either. They did lose by eight. It was forty two thirty four. That's mm-hmm. that's that's some good points dropped for being such a subpar team. That is true. And then shut out the next game. Now I'm not gonna say they're gonna do any of that against the Ravens. The Ravens are a very tough team with Lamar Jackson. When he plays good. Yes. When he plays good. But they the Ravens have solid defense too. Their injuries though. Mark Andrews, I don't think he's playing this week. I also don't think Rashad Bateman is playing this week. So Lamar's gonna have to find some other offense, whether that's through his running backs or, or through himself. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um but now we're gonna get into the Bills and Jets. I do think this is gonna be an interesting game. Um the Anyone Bills are not the Bills. The Jets, such a sleeper football team after being so trash for so many upcoming years. Yeah. They are a five whopping and five and three. Go crazy. Who would have thought the Jets would be five and three? New York has been standing up so much for the Shout Jets. Out to the it's Giants too, man. We're not gonna forget about y'all either. Yeah, the um, Giants. The Giants have the Bills favored by twelve points in this game. I do think it's probably gonna end up being a fourteen point game. Bills defense, uh, we just signed a safety from the Falcons. We don't know what Jordan Poyer's status is looking like as of right now. Um, hoping it's not too serious. But, honestly, you can't game plan for Josh Allen. Um, hey. He's going to run all over you. He's going to throw it to Diggs. Now, I will Davis. say his last two games probably have not been the best. Nope. Now, the Bills and Chiefs game, very amazing, came right down to the wire. But, of course, Josh Allen and the Bills stepped up, got a touchdown last minute, shut out the Chiefs, beat them 24-20. Yeah, that's a a huge win. You want to know why? I think that's going to be the game that is going to decide home field advantage. I I agree. I agree. 
Now, now the Bills against the Packers, they 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 completely shut them out. Yeah, they didn't. But honestly, the Bills did not look like the same Bills. Yeah, they could have been definitely a lot better considering the Packers have been very below average this year. Yep. With Aaron Rodgers just completely lacking with his vision no and yeah, no adversity. Oh my God, his his rookie wide receivers are very embarrassing to watch. Yeah. Game one. I I'm guess say, people, Christian Watson is a dog coming out of NDSU. I got love yeah, they have boy. good receivers. I don't know if they have jitters or what, but the, them transitioning to the NFL has not been a pretty start. Except for Romeo Dobbs, that catch he had in the end zone. Oh, oh my God. Last game I have highlighted in the NFL for us um, in just this little part. Um, I got the Vikings and Commanders. I do think the TJ Hawkinson trade for the Vikings works out. Irv that Smith. was an amazing blockbuster that was very unexpected. We, we gave away picks. Well, yeah, yeah. A. We gave away picks, which was not really that bad, considering no. we have such a solid team. Exactly. Now, the Vikings are off to a whopping 6-1 and one start. 6-1. and one. Let's Top go. of the Skull, NFC baby. North, baby. We are the only above 500 team in the NFC North. Packers three and five, Bears also three and five, and the Lions stinky one and six. Stinky Bears, now stinky we, Lions. Now stinky I won't Packers. say too much for the Commanders. They are a five hundred team at least, but they are in such a tough dis, uh, division. They have the Eagles up top seven, seven and zero, oh. still undefeated apparently. Yeah. You have the Cowboys who are a whopping six and two. Giants six and two. Oh yeah, the Giants and the Cowboys are definitely uh, some good sleepers. I have been playing a lot better than you thought, right. especially the Giants. The Giants have been falling off for a little bit, and it's amazing that they're even six and two. I now, yeah, get into these NFL power rankings that dropped. Um, yeah, oh, I got some questions so about the that. Eagles number one. I'm not gonna agree with that. They got the Bills at two, three. Chiefs. Now, they only gave four the, the Vikings and five the Cowboys. Yeah, they only gave the Eagles number one, mainly they're because they're undefeated. Now, yes, you can be an undefeated team and well, still not be that great. Well, let's take a look at the Eagles' schedule here. You know, so the only winning team the Eagles have beaten is the Vikings. Pretty right? much. And that was 24-7. to Obviously, you guys know the struggles with Kirk Cousins in primetime. Right. Um, I guess, they actually, sorry, they did play Dallas. They beat them 26-17, to which, to me, honestly— as the Eagles, and you're playing a backup in Cooper Rush, that is not a win you should be super excited about as Jalen Hurts if you are 7-0, right? Obviously, you go out the next week, you beat the Steelers, 35-13. Then, this week, Thursday night, you got the Texans. Like, come on. Then you got Washington, you got the Colts, you got the Packers, you got the Titans. Titans is... Titans is a game I am seeing the Eagles lose. Now. Yeah, you can't exactly say the Eagles have been playing the most best teams. They, they've played one, which was their first game or second game of the season. Mm-hmm. And they've been playing completely average, below average teams for the past five games. Yep. And they got the Giants after that. I honestly, Giants, they're six and two, yeah, but they don't scare me. You got the Bears, you got the Cowboys. I'm seeing the Cowboys being a loss as well. I do think a healthy Dak Prescott. It's a tough, tough team to beat. Um, you got the Saints and you got the Giants. Um, so, honestly, with the Eagles, I'm probably going to end up seeing them losing two games so far this season just because they have such a cakewalk of a schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Eagles' upcoming games. Let's see what they play. But They play the Texans on November Alright, they play them tomorrow on November 3rd. They play the Commanders after them, the Colts, the Packers, the Titans, the Giants, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Saints, and then the Giants again. Those are winnable games. Yeah, the only team they could possibly lose to 
the Titans. Yeah, the maybe the Titans and maybe the Cowboys. But besides that, they could probably go undefeated this yeah. season, which isn't too big of a shock. Yeah. It's insane because people have been trying to say that the Vikings have such a cakewalk schedule. No. We and we've really we've come out with some close games. Like the Dolphins, such Scary. a top team in the first couple weeks. Granted, no Tua, but that's still. No Tua, but they still have such a solid backup with a quarterback that they got. They got Teddy Bridgewater and they got Skyler Thompson. And yeah. considering what they're trying to do to the Vikings <laughs> playing in Miami, we still pulled out an eight yeah. win victory. Fuck Tyreek Hill. That's all <laughs> I got to say. Um, but we played the Eagles and, of course, lost. We played the Saints. A little below average, but we came out with a field goal win. We played the Dolphins, <laughs> and we played the Cardinals. We have a lot of one-possession wins, which also scares me. It is very scary. The The Vikings are such a good team, but they come down. They're just like the Wolves. And, like, the end of the game situation is yep. they just kind of scramble and don't know what they're doing yeah. until they're able to pull it off with a field goal win or a lucky touchdown. Yeah, I think that's what the key to the Vikings has been. Um, last year, it was a lot of our defense just giving up those a lot of points in those two minutes, yeah. which we couldn't have. Now, the Vikings' rest of their schedule, <laughs> I could say that we could possibly lose to the Bills. Uh, I'm going to lie. I'm not going to lie. As a Vikings fan and a Bills fan, I do think the Vikings are going to lose to the Bills. He, yeah, he's very of... indecisive, but he knows. It's tough. Yeah, I want the Vikings could... to win, but I need the Bills. We, well. We're probably going to lose to the Bills. We could lose to the Cowboys, but I don't think we yeah. will. And it's home versus the Cowboys. And I think the Jets will probably be the final game that will be very exciting. Actually, we could be very exciting against the Giants, but I'm I think liking, the Jets. I think the home versus Patriots is going to be a tough one. You got the Jets. We have the Lions. We have the Colts. Mm. We have the Giants. We have the Packers. And we have the Bears. Stinky Packers. Stinky Bears. Going into Lambeau. I think this is the year Kirk Cousins beats Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. Um, I think they've already beat Aaron Rodgers in Lambeau. Yes, they did, actually, I believe, last year. We do also have the Bears in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of I, – I, honestly, what I'm seeing is the Vikings probably losing about four games. You know. You think they're going to lose four? I think they're going to lose to the Bills. I think – oh, wait, sorry, not four games. I think the Cowboys and Patriots back-to-back weeks is going to be a tough – like this stretch we have right here. Yeah, I say, yeah, I say build. the next three games after the Bills are probably going to be our toughest, and then after that we could probably have a, a yeah. good cakewalk. I'd yeah, say. I think it's going to be pretty pretty smooth. Um, or see, like we're home versus the Colts, home versus the Giants. You know, we're home versus the Jets, Patriots, and Cowboys. Only like yeah, you're so not going to win. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is not going to win. Oh, and we're playing on Buffalo. Damn, yeah, Kirk Cousins a, is not going to win in. Buffalo. Yeah, because we got one, two, three, four, five. Five out of what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Five out of eight games at home for the that's, rest of our, our schedule huge. for the last half of the season. That's huge. That's yeah. definitely huge for the program. I do um, really like that as well. But yeah, yeah. Like you said, though, if the Bills do beat us and we just go to six and two, that is not bad. That's half the season done, and we're still a whopping six and two. As a majority of the league is six and two or way below. Now we don't have to worry about the North. We're gonna, we're definitely conquering the North. Not worried about the North at all. But um, league-wise, I'd still say we're gonna be like a top five team, more than likely oh, yeah. by the end of the we're season. We're gonna be a top. We're already the second best. Team. Yeah, we're the second best team league-wise yeah. in the league. Yeah. But I'd say we're definitely gonna finish at least top three, top five by the end of the season. Yeah, I'm gonna say you know you're gonna get the Bills. Like I'd say we could finish either twelve and four or thirteen and three. Yeah, I like the fourteen three. I, I like the fourteen three. Fourteen three. Actually, nothing. honestly, I think the Buffalo Bills are going to go fourteen three. I think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to go thirteen and four. That's what I projected at the start of the season. But um, regardless of us finishing well, 
our playoffs is where it, it, the magic has to happen. We but that's Kirk, where we get home field advantage because we finish with that. Which is amazing. Record. But we need Kirk to use that to his advantage. Kirk, we need Kirk money to play like he's playing now in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, we haven't had such a star-studded play since the Minneapolis Miracle with Stefan Diggs catching Diggs, it over man. the Bears. Or, over the Bears? Or the Saints? Did this man just cap? That is the <laughs> Saints right, the we Bears played. in the playoffs, Wait, I'm insane. What? what? <laughs> the Saints, Bears. my fault. Yeah. We had the Minneapolis Miracle against the Saints, and then we ended up getting shredded at home 38-7 <laughs> against the damn Eagles. We were in, that is why we were Eagles, in Philadelphia, by the way, dummy. My bad. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Get we, it right. We, we would have had the Super Bowl the next in game if we freaking won. freaking Minneapolis, <sighs> and guess what? The Eagles won that. Yeah. Um. Now I'm going to switch over to this little NCAA football, you know, college. we got two important games this week. I got... The Tennessee Volunteers versus the Georgia Bulldogs. That is the number one team versus, I believe, the number three team. Let me just take a look here quick. Um, Rankings. Yep, Tennessee. Oh, sorry. Georgia is number one. Tennessee is two. That's a huge, huge SEC game. Um, I I honestly want to roll Tennessee, man. Uh, I love to see the Volunteers keep winning. I don't want to see them out of the college football playoffs at all. Georgia won that shit last year, so let's go Volunteers. Um, second game, Alabama versus LSU. Um, I think that's an important game just because, you know, Alabama's ranked number six. Obviously, they lost to Tennessee in a freaking shootout. 52-49, to 49, was it, or some shit like that? Right, it was, yeah, it was a super close game. That was insane that it came down like that. But, yeah, they ended yeah, up being that top-ranked team, and no one really expected that. It was such a colossal upset, but it was a good upset. That was a good. Uh, that was a good week of f- college football for sure. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm not too big of a huge college football fan. Me as well. Um, we stick to the professional we, sports. Yeah, we do try to stick to professionals. Um, Whoever has the most hype college-wise for basketball or football, that's when I tune that's, in. That's when we start. To but watch. we do have college basketball starting up very soon. We got the. The March Madness, uh, all the brackets that'll be happening. We so definitely will be making me, our me predictions. Me and F, Def will be having our predictions. We'll be having our brackets set up. We encourage everyone that listens and watches the podcast to also send uh, in your yeah. Send brackets. us your prayers. Send us your brackets. Uh, definitely message us either on Instagram or on Twitter. We'll definitely be putting our socials on top. You know, yeah. um, F we- and Tay. YouTube on channel. YouTube, that's hey. also our Twitter and Instagram handle. You know, we're all working. You know, it's hard to find time to record videos, especially since we live in Minnesota now. We're starting to hit the dead of winter too, as well. So, yes. um, we're kind of just trying to switch over to podcast. You know, we can do a lot more of it. Yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, you know, once winter hits, we're definitely gonna definitely have some of our hot takes and cold takes and controversial yeah. takes on this. And we we won't even always talk sports. We'll talk about everything else too. Yeah, we, we do appreciate y'all. Who all listen? Um, facts, facts. We definitely need the love. You know, we're here for y'all. If y'all have questions, concerns, comments that y'all want us to speak about, but that's just like relationship wise, or just you need some advice, or some other stuff. We'll definitely try to do the best we can to throw in our inputs in that. Um, and we def will be uploading the footage on our FNT YouTube channel. So if yes. you guys don't want to listen to us just on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever we put the podcast on, you can always watch the episodes live or not live. But on YouTube, you can listen to anything. Go back here. We should what you go need live one time. Ah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That would be fun. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make a little YouTube where we're gonna go live one time. So y'all can actually see what we're doing. Facts, Just do what facts. you know we be saying. And we could hey, we could hear y'all with some some takes live with us. Mm-hmm. 
right, man. We're nearing the end of the podcast now. Ephraim, you got any final thoughts football-wise, NBA-wise? I'm just excited. You know, sports is back. You know, Royal Phillies in the World Series. Fuck the Astros. Fuck them cheaters. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like this is going to be a really solid first episode. Um, but, I don't know. I'm just super hyped to get this channel started appreciate all y'all that are listening um but yeah you know we're gonna try to get as much content as y'all as we can um i'm I'm excited man we got basketball back finally we're in the midst of we're getting to the half or we're nearing the half of the season for the nfl yeah uh we got our vikings doing very well his bills are doing very well six and one uh we got you know, a slow start to the NBA season. We got some sleepers not doing well. We got some sure. tanking teams doing a lot better. So we'll see what happens. You know, we're going to have some very good hot takes coming up a little, little after a little while. See what uh, see what's going on in NBA and the NFL. For sure. Uh, and then once college basketball starts, we'll definitely start going. Actually, when we do our bracket, we'll probably go live with that. So you guys can come chill with us. Um, you know, fill out a bracket to see what our input is. We'll see what your input is, all that good stuff. Um, but and yeah. Other than that, we appreciate y'all. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Subscribe to our sure. YouTube channel. Sub We're to the YouTube to channel. Make sure you listen to the podcast when we drop. We definitely will inform y'all. Um, if y'all ever do want to be in our video, just uh, hit us up either on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, anything, whatever. Anything. We'll try to get y'all in. Can't promise it, you know. We just gotta kind of, we kind of gotta know you. We're not just gonna invite like just a random stranger to podcast with us as well, you know. Also, Jay Money is missing from this podcast right now. He is a part of our YouTube channel. He definitely will be in on the hot takes as well. Yeah, we're gonna have a third microphone in here while Jay Money talking with us. Don't even worry about it. We'll have some other guest people too. Uh, we'll definitely try and get people in to get their hot takes. Uh, we'll do a bunch of stuff. Where sure. you know, we can do anything with this podcast. The motherfucking world's our oyster, man, as the saying goes. Let's get it. Otherwise, y'all have a good rest this beautiful day. It is 75 degrees out in Minnesota. Just beautiful. We're going to enjoy it like we can. Man, we're going to go hit the golf course real quick. Um, yes, sir. All right, we'll catch you on next podcast. This, is, this has been Tay. This has been Effie. Peace we'll catch out. out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. My Room is on Fire will drop episodes every Friday at 2 p.m. Central Daylight Time. Hope to have you tuning in again soon.